Well, it looks like oil companies are going to have to learn how to code and the U.S. military that is allegedly guarding the oil fields in Syria. Well, uh, it looks like there's no point to that, as, of course, we are having a complete oil market collapse happening right now. And that's why in this video, we're going to tell you not only exactly why it's happening with great detail, but also the larger ramifications of this related to, of course, the petrol dollar. There's a lot to get into. Of course, I'm going to be doing this with Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor. And holy cow, I mean, we're going through a time that we never saw in human history. Obviously, hashtag oil price is trending right now. But this is this is something significant. I mean, this is this is happening on on, uh, on a day that has a lot of significance as well, not only just to the stoners, but a very big occult day as well. But uh, the price of oil going down not only affects just the, the price, the pump, it also most importantly affects the petrodollar. And it looks like we're definitely entering into a new economic paradigm that is worth looking into. But the, but, but this is crazy. The first time ever in history, we have oil at less than zero dollars. Many people are not believing what they are seeing right now. We have just seen a hundred percent drop. That means that sellers are paying buyers to take the oil from them because they have nowhere to store it. And when you look at basic supply and demand economics, there's a lot of supply. And we have to ask ourselves, why aren't the gas and oil companies stopping producing this? Well, the answer is a little bit more complex and very interesting to look into, which, of course, Tim is going to break down for us right now. Yeah, thanks, Luke. So what's going on right now? Like You're probably asking yourself, like, why would oil ever be negative? So what's going on? This is the uh, futures contract for May. So they're going to be taking delivery uh, hypothetically in a couple weeks here. And what is going on is you've got about a 25 million barrel per day uh, difference between how much is produced versus how much is consumed. And right now, since the United States, I want to say enough, but it's just kind of the current you know, Ponzi scheme system that we're in right now. So the current amount that is that is basically being stored, I mean, you're, when you see, and then you're getting this, this whole Price war going on between you know uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia, and so they've ramped up the supply. Well, also you've seen because of obviously everything going on with uh, you know the coronavirus, you've seen now the demand you know absolutely you know just just getting pummeled. And so these so in order to turn on and off a oil field, it's not like you know just a light switch, or it's not like you know your Homer Simpson in like a you know in a nuclear reactor where you just go and you know, flip on a switch or something. It's it's a process that depending on the size of the field, you know, it could cost hundreds of thousands or millions or tens of millions. And then the process of then turning it back on could cost you know another ten million dollars or or sometimes it just that means that your oil field is then sort of you know closed forever. So it is you know an absolute uh, you know crazy thing to be in this paradigm where you're getting paid for oil. Now, when Luke and I did the first video for today, I had just looked at oil. It was 10 bucks. I'm like, holy crap, oil is $10. And then Luke, Luke, like five or 10 minutes later, is like, oh, hey, yeah, I see oil is $4. I'm like, dude, Luke, you know, you've been smoking something and now it's 420, okay. but you know, I like really like $4. Like, come on, you're, you're reading the wrong thing. Like, there's no way it's $4. And then all of a sudden I, you know, actually I, I, Managed to watch some CNBC so that way you guys don't have to, which I never watched that. And all of a sudden it's like, it's like a dollar and then it's 50 cents and then 40 cents and then 10 cents and then eight cents. And then we're going to break and then to come back from break and it's negative a dollar, negative seven dollars, negative eight dollars, and then negative $50. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So at one point it got negative $50. And so if there's no place to store the oil, but yet they're producing oil and they're producing oil because they can't just they turn off the spigot and just stop it because it's just much, much more complicated than that. And so what, 
they, you know, the oil producers are thinking, okay, if things are going to be great two months down the road, three months down the road, not maybe they're listening to, you know, uh, Osama Ben Bernanke of Citadel, former Fed chairman, who said that this is just a snowstorm and just like in like a week or two, things are going to be fine. Or Steve Mnuchin, who said, you know, I mean, Steve Mnuchin was saying, you know, who cares about these, about the unemployment numbers? Uh, you know, meanwhile, you know, you've got this record, like 22, like all the jobs we created the past 10 years have been destroyed. And, all of this really has to do with the uh, the bond market. So the bond market, much bigger, much more important than just the stock market, way bigger in size and scope. And so a lot of what the Federal Reserve is doing was not necessarily even aimed at the stock market. It was more aimed at the bond market. And so just to kind of back things up, a bond is let's say you lend let's say you lend uh, ten thousand dollars to a company. Uh, let's say it's Exxon. Not saying to do that, just saying hypothetically. And then Exxon is going to use that for research and development. Now, typically, a lot of these companies, what they're doing is they're using that to just buy back their own stock. I mean, just go ask the airline industry that spent fifty. They spent four. $46 billion buying back their own stock the past 10 years, and then now are requesting $50 billion from us. So, you know, what a great deal they have uh, going on there. But what, but when it comes to, you know, this huge glut of, I, I forgot where I was going on that rant because I switched from one thing to another, but it's just, it, it is, it's, all has to do with these bonds because what's happening now is a bond. If you take a look at, and I've got some fake, uh, fake Trump dollars over here. So let's say it's like a teeter totter. And when you see interest rates going up, the underlying price of a bond will go down. And so they work vice inverse of each other. And so a lot of these pension funds, they have just massive, massive bond exposure. And so if the rates were ever to go up, the underlying principal will get decimated. So if you have a million dollars, rates go up 1%, the underlying principal would now be 900,000. Rates go up 2% because the compounding would be about $780,000. Now imagine if that gets extrapolated out to $40 trillion and then not even counting the derivatives that get mixed in with that. And then you've got, and so this is not even about the stock market as much as about the bond market, because if you're a pension fund and all of a sudden now your bonds just got cut and got cut in half and you're hardly getting paid anything to begin with, you're never recovering from that. And now you've got to start withdrawing from a fund that's just gotten shellacked. And now you're, there's no way you're ever going to get back. And these pension funds were already screwed underneath good, underneath like a, even if the market kept going up, you know, a rosy 10% per year, these, these pension funds are already screwed. And so what now was coming in, and Luke and I have covered this in pretty great, deti- great detail on Change the News is that they're actually coming in and uh, like companies like BlackRock, who Larry Fink of BlackRock was one of the guys who helped basically create the mortgage, uh, you know, the, the whole like mortgage-backed securities industry. And now BlackRock owns a lot of these high-yield bonds, which is another name for junk bonds. And now they are able to then sell it while they're also the conduit to sell it to the Federal Reserve. And then if there's losses, then it's the Treasury that's in the first loss position. And so a lot of people have said, oh, well, Donald Trump is now the new Fed chairman and trust a plan. And we just did the end run, run on the end run around on the Fed. Uh, and that is not the case. We've done a lot of videos on that, a couple of them on Change the News. Uh, and, and so it's this situation where they're now buying the bonds from BlackRock itself. And BlackRock is then being the, you know, basically getting the commission on doing that. And they're getting, and they're selling them at a hundred cents on the dollar. This is complete, I'm calling it crony capitalism, but it's complete crony capitalism. And this is why the Federal Reserve was basically created to begin with, was to screw people. The Federal Reserve was created because after the panic of 1907, J.P. Morgan Sr. was like, oh, hey, this sucks having to take all my own money and having to bail the banking system. So what I'm going to do is, uh, let's, what if, would it be great if we created a Federal Reserve that 
that we own and that if you know there's losses we can socialize the losses but we get to keep all the gains and you know they were plotting this in 1907 1908 basically the game plan for what happened in 2008 and now what what this whole pandemic is being used for is the skeleton key to the initial game plan was to have a war with Russia the war with Russia got stopped because of Donald Trump getting in office and then they still tried that tried that tried that and so they don't want to blame the fact that we're on this unsustainable path to begin with they want to blame the fact that oh you know things were humming along fine if it wasn't for the stupid coronavirus everything would have been fine and then the last thing I want to bring up is that behind me is because you know people are thinking I'm Illuminati or something it says the king's ransom that is to signify that it's not our money we're being used we have to borrow our money into existence that that money that we borrow into existence that we live our lives off of is has interest on it so we are basically high-tech renters high-tech serfs living in this high-tech feudalism and uh it's to expose that it's not that i'm illuminati or something that people were saying in the comments before i don't know actually, tim i don't know about that for sure i'm, I'm gonna investigate you we're gonna find out uh but that's but exactly really what somebody in illuminati would say is that, that they're not in illuminati so who knows uh -huh. exactly exactly uh, we got some comments and of course i still want to add some comments about uh the crony capitalism we got a lot of stuff about that especially harvard university getting some money uh shake sack of course returning some money as well uh, a lot of news coming in from united and the airline industry and of course a lot of geopolitical news that i also want to get into uh with the specific news that happened today but some of the comments that are coming in from phl uh knife and tool he says gas in philly is two dollars and ten cents we got spirit walker one zero eight you commenting saying looking at horses is my new car shopping now obviously we are living in an unprecedented situation and when you look at the u.s dollar and the purchasing of that power historically especially recently it has been backed by two things one the petrodollar to the U.S. military. How will the petrodollar be affected by oil just going down to zero? That's a very important question that we need to start asking right now, since, of course, the Dow is not the only kind of sector of our economy being affected here. There's many other sectors that are, that are, that are, that are important to bring up here. But geopolitically, going back all the way uh, in the early 2000s, we had George W. Bush promising low oil prices if we just sent troops to the Middle East. We did that. Well, we have to wait till 2020. And now we have negative rates for oil. When you look at the and we had, we had Donald Trump just two weeks ago promising higher oil because we need to save the oil yeah. companies. So, you know, yeah, government exactly. can't even, and Donald can't Trump even do also telling you it was a great time to invest in the stock market, even though before he was telling you how big of a bubble it is. That That's something to wrap your mind uh, around. Because again, I, I don't know if you've seen this, Tim, but there's video footage of Donald Trump talking about the stock market, it being a big bubble. It's exact gonna, words. Uh, in June 2016, the market is a big, fat, ugly bubble in quotes. And so now yeah. it's his big, fat, ugly bubble. He Now he's in a rock and a hard place because he goes in there, tells yeah, but, the but truth. But then a couple weeks ago, but then a couple weeks ago, he's like, bye, 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 bye. This is the perfect time to get into the stock market. Well, when, we were at, when we were at Anarchapoco, there was actually a uh, there was something that came out like right around the 15th of February where they were plotting a plan to actually, and JoJo and I covered this, where they were plotting a plan to give tax incentives for out even outside of 401ks and IRAs to get people to invest 
more into the market at the all-time high. There is a famous picture of him signing it, like the the, the copy of the Dow, like right, right at the all-time high. I would love to get a copy of that. I mean, that would just be awesome. Uh, and meanwhile, what were people like me saying? People were me saying, well, this is all rigged casino, a rigged market. I am a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. But what I was saying was, listen, there's a good chance the market could go up another 50%. And this is what, I, what I'm doing to protect my clients from this. There's also a good chance the market goes down 50%. And this is what I've done. And I'm super confident this is the way to uh, play the situation. So all people should care about is I got almost all the gains last year and we're down three and a half to five this year at the worst. And so I do know a little bit about what I'm talking about, which is why I'm on here. But, you know, we're going to the Dow and it's like almost like a day where you've got the Dow. It's, you know, it's only down 600 points because it seems like I'm sure, you know, kind of crazy. They didn't make it, you know, a, a complete 666 across the board or something like they usually like to play with us and do. Uh, but it, it's almost like nowadays, 600 points, it's like 600, 600. It's not even that big of a deal because, oh, it's not 2000 anymore because in terms of point drops, because we just been, you know, now conditioned to getting these gigantic point drops every day, Luke. Yeah. Vigilante Stalin uh, is commenting a dollar 65 per gallon in Michigan. I'm reading a lot of the contra, uh, a lot of the comments here coming in. We got another one by Big Mama who says double bubble from Obama then Trump and bubble gone burst bigly and tremendously. Very interesting comments in the comment section. So I thank all of you guys who are participating. Uh, Drew U says $2 and nine cents in upstate New York. But of course, the, the, Shout out the to upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the price in, uh, at the pump is not going to be the only thing affected. A lot of international relations, a lot of news surrounding the petrodollar will also be affected. If you remember, the petrodollar started when the United States was taken off the gold standard and was using the sale of oil on the international market to base the price of the dollar. This was a deal that was made by Henry Kissinger with OPEC, with Saudi Arabia, that again, puts into question the entire world economy now because of all the news coming in, because of some people pointing between the bigger war that was happening between Saudi Arabia and Russia with them overproducing oil in a bid to try to attack each other. And again, we have to realize here, the price of oil has been weaponized. It has been used historically as a way to wage economic warfare. The United States was doing that to effectively go after Venezuela and Iran that when they become uh, their biggest producer in the world. The United States is the biggest producer with, of course, fracking becoming energy independent. This also adds to the current problems that we are dealing with. But I think in the long haul, the United States, just like the rest of the world, is in for a lot of economic pain. But the United States, not as severely at first, than other countries. Because when we look at the price of uh, oil going down, we look at other economies like the Venezuelan economy, the Russian economy, the Iranian economy, and the Saudi Arabian economy that depend on oil being on the market, being sold at a high price for their GDP, for their country's money. When we look at countries like that, depending on oil for money, uh, you could see that they're going to be in the world of hurt, especially Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia already was an empire in decline, already had limited natural resources uh, other than oil, which now is insignificant on the world market at this time. But when you look at their lack of natural clean water, when you look at their lack of farming, you see their country importing everything. This is why we have seen Saudi Arabia try to make a desperate switch 
towards tourism. And they really didn't do a good job at it. They just pretty much threw a bunch of money at it and then beheaded uh, intel agents and, quote, journalists so the world could see how treacherous of an empire they were with, of course, the help of Jared Kushner, who's close buddies, buddies with the Saudis. So, again, this is truly driving the car off the cliff. I really do see the bigger economic impacts, of, of course, which for Saudi Arabia, Russia, Iran, Venezuela, all those countries uh, will be hit. And just in yesterday's video on the backup channel, I'm going to actually put that uh, video in the chat room so you guys could see it. We were just talking about Russia, myself and John Snyson talking about the bank runs that are already happening in Russia right now. Already uh, almost co close to a trillion rubles have been siphoned out of ATMs. Many Russians are already seeing the writings on the wall and saying, you know what, we want to make sure we have all of our money because people don't understand this. When you put your money into the bank, the bank divides it up literally 10 times fold and then uh, gets rich off of it. Meanwhile, your money's not there. Your money's not at the bank. But again, uh, at, at the long haul, this is going to affect the United States. This, of course, is going to affect the U.S. energy market with already just a few weeks ago, Donald Trump talked about a bailout for the oil industry now i mean now i mean i, I don't think a bailout could even save them uh with what's going on and we have to realize maybe the fed will just start buying oil i mean maybe that's yeah, it. i mean they've already yeah, been yeah i know i know right yeah yeah that wouldn't surprise At least that me. would be a much better long-term investment than buying all the junk bonds that they've been doing exactly and, exactly uh and 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 saving all these hedge funds which is absolutely ridiculous and i do want to but point this, out we are almost hold on, hold on, at hold on, before, okay. before we before we get into you i just want to point out one thing this is all on the backdrop of opec recently announcing that they're going to be cutting back 10 million barrels of oil less on the market 10 million barrels less still we have this holy cow i could only imagine uh, the world of hurt that's going to happen soon sorry go ahead oh no i, di I just wanted to point out that we were uh you know we are it's a few uh few subs away from having nine thousand on the backup channel right now so if you guys wanted to go check that out on uh change the news uh, we're just very close. We, I mean, with everybody watching now, I mean, we could probably even get us up over 10 because Luke right now is there's no monetization at all on this channel. Yeah, they got rid of super chats, those son of a guns. They got rid of my memberships, my super chats, and my monetization just totally screwed me. I wish we had super chats so we could actually talk to individuals, but now I have to look at this scrolling text thing and it's very hard to, you know, to, to catch up on, on the comments that really want to be heard. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Tim, I cut you off, but uh, I just sent the, the link to the video about uh, the Russian run on the bank that's happening. You don't hear this a lot in the United States. They don't want to tell you this. They have government officials coming onto the, uh, the the boob tubes telling you, hey, it's safe to keep your money in the bank. Historically, it's actually not, but that's a whole other subject in itself. Sorry, I just cut you off. No, we've been, well, no, we've been doing it to each other, and uh, that's for all the times we've been mispronouncing my name, I guess. But no, they did a good job today. But if you guys end up going to the other channel, one of the incentives is we do, we've been doing some live shows from there and you know only getting like 100 or so people. So if you're on a lot, one of those live streams we've been doing, you're going to get a good, access, good chance we're going to see your comment. Whereas now, I mean, it just comes to, you know, we can't just constantly monitor the comments because it's very hard to do everything all at once. But yeah, this is all about the petrodollar. I mean, I think the initial plan was to have Russia be th that we get into a war with Russia in, you know, in 2014, 15, 16, you know, th that was able to be stopped. And now, uh, you know, plan, you know, Z over here is to get, uh, you know, having this 
you know, having the coronavirus, and that's a whole nother, you know, topic in and of itself. Uh, you know, I believe it's a bioweapon, but again, that's a whole nother subject. But now, anyways, now that it's out, I mean, there is a finite amount of time that any country can be the world reserve currency. In order to be the world reserve currency, it's mandatory that you have deficits. It's something that goes back, I believe, to the 50s. There was an economist named Robert Triffin. There's Triffin's Dilemma that basically stated that you needed to run the, you needed to have liquidity in order to be the world reserve, but then that same liquidity would then ultimately, uh, require deficits and those deficits would then ultimately basically bring down whatever currency that is. And I think this has always been the plan to then eventually have the dollar go into some sort of digital dollar, which, you know, another video that we covered today on the main channel. And then that, I mean, it's just the crazy stuff that we used to talk about is now not even crazy is now being proposed by like Rashida Tlaib and all these other people in Congress. And so it was to then have this digital dollar that would be controlled by the Bank of International Settlements. And then the Bank of International Settlements has something called the special drawing right. Now you might still use your dollar, you might still use your yuan, or you might still use your euro, but then it's going to be, it's going to be a fiat it is t- then tied to other fiats, but then first they need to get everything digital. And then, oh, that way we suck you in with the UBI. And then, oh, I'm Bill Gates. And now, you know, you can't, we did another, we, I mean, we've done like three videos on Bill Gates, a lot of, a lot of really good, I mean, I think all of them have been great. But the most recent one we did was on this new patent that they have where they want to essentially see that you're reading certain ads and then for reading those ads it's going to be like crypto mining and then you're going to get you're going to get money into your crypto wallet and then gates is also funding you know these like these little tattoos where you can't uh go and travel unless you get a vaccine and so it's just like absolutely ridiculous that this that my prediction is that this all then gets tied into a digital dollar and then oh it, you know, it starts off great. You know, you get your two thousand dollars a month if you make under the proposal was if you make under two grand. Or sorry, if you make under one hundred and thirty k as an individual, they'll give you two thousand dollars per month. So obviously, that's you know a pretty big talking point if you are uh, you know voting. Not that voting you know even matters. Uh, but at this stage of the game, I mean, the petrodollar is collapsing because everything all that was really holding the dollar together is the is people's belief systems, the military. And then the oil, and now that the oil component is being broken down, that can then break down everything else. And uh, especially, I mean, just look at these deficits. I mean, the government is doing everything wrong. Everything. I mean, yeah, go go figure. The government doing everything wrong. We should be cutting government spending. You want to get rid of essential employees? How about you just fire everybody in the government? Those are the most non-essential employees that are there. But instead, we're ramping up spending. So it's it's sort of like if the government was you know an individual, and it's like you know my name is Bob, and Bob just lost his job, and it's like oh hey how's it going Bob and Bob's like, well, you know, I just lost my job, but I decided to take out another second mortgage and we're going to go build tennis courts and swimming pools and make it a third story to our house. And like, that's what the government's doing. It's like, how can we just piss away this money that we don't even have that we've already screwed our kids and great grandchildren? And, uh, and it just really pisses me off just knowing that this system is high tech slavery and we're in the end roads where it's so important to, you know, let people know what the game plan is and share the videos that we have because they're not going to let us have this type of uh, conversation and dialogue on YouTube anymore because it doesn't serve their purposes. And so they sucked everybody into YouTube, just like they're going to suck everybody into uh, the digital dollar. And this is exactly where I see it going, Luke. Well, they're not only uh, demonetizing this entire channel, making it very hard for us to exist, but at the same time, they're downranking us in the algorithm. They're unsubscribing thousands of people. And at the same time, they're doing all of this. They're, of course, just deleting old videos and not even telling us. There's videos that they just delete 
And I'm, I'm like, where, where's that video that I did? Where, why is there a negative view count? Why is there a negative subscriber rate for today? And and it just absolutely makes no sense uh, what's going on. We got some comments. Tim, if you could check out some comments, uh, I think that would be good. Uh, we got one by Bungle who says, it's like being in a film. Yes, the times we're living are extraordinary to say the least. And it's 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 like being in in uh, in the high pack action flick, uh, but uh, just a lot more nerdy uh, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but, but and we are above moving. nine thousand subscribers yeah. now on Change the News, so definitely nice. appreciate everyone who's gotten over yeah. there. And one other thing that you guys can do, we just launched a podcast. Now this is the one for Podbean, but if if, so if you guys go up into the cover. Uh, the cover of Change the News. Right over here, you can get the, the podcast. And it, it is live also on uh, on iTunes as well and Spotify and some of the other ones. So if you guys, you know, not everyone always has the time to actually, you know, view all these, but you could go back and actually listen to it. So it's something else. It's a way to, to also get around the censors because, you know, pretty soon if Luke's not on here and we are changed, it's a way where we could have, you know, our backup, uh, you know, videos getting out somewhere else because they could take us off Change the News too. So let's not be naive to what's happening. And then I'm going to go down here and try to uh, read some of these comments as well. Well, yeah, yeah. They could, take, they, they could take us off anywhere. That's why I started an email list. If you go to uh, wearechange.org on the top right-hand corner, you just put in your email and make sure that uh, you know independent media could stay alive. We got another comment by Jonah Curry who says, buy land after the crash? Question mark. I want to get into that uh, in a little bit, but I, there's still a lot of news that we didn't talk about. Uh, and, and one of the bigger things that people need to realize is that there's still another 100 million oil barrels getting delivered. What's going to happen with them? No one really knows here. This is a huge loss, not only for the oil industry, but we have to remember all of this is on the backdrop of a lot of alternative energies being suppressed for decades now, according to many scientists and experts and, and, you know, stuff that we've been looking into personally, there's been a lot of technology that could have gotten rid of oil, that could have usurped oil, that are a lot more efficient, a lot better used than oil. A lot of those have been suppressed by the oil lobby and, of course, the government. Now, uh, what's going to happen next with those industries falling? Uh, that raises a huge, huge question. Another thing I wanted to bring up is to talk about peak oil. This theory that was going around a few years ago that I was attacked for not believing in. There's a theory promoted that there was a limited amount of oil and oil will ran out and there will be massive calamity because there won't be enough oil to go around. Um, obviously, that theory was wrong. Obviously, the people who attacked me, um, you were wrong. Sorry, I just I had to kind of add that in there because I remember just viciously just getting chewed out for not believing in this theory. Now we have the opposite problem, but we still have the same conclusion, the crash. And, and this crash doesn't exclude anyone. It's affecting a lot of different people. It's affecting, of course, the airline industry. And as you were saying, the government is responding in just the worst, most negative ways bailing out hedge fund companies i mean are you are you kidding me giving money to the to the harvard endowment you know the uh, the harvard endowment that has 41 billion dollars they received 9 million dollars in aid from the federal government in in, in relief and i love this comment me? from uh, anthony Papiano. it says harvard is an asset management firm with a school i mean that's the thing i used to say that it's basically a uh, a hedge fund with that has a school to it and that's exactly and it's just so so crazy that they've got a 41 billion dollar endowment and here we are 
bailing out all these guys. And why is this economy so screwed up anyways? It's because everyone from Harvard is basically in every position. And so, I mean, the, the real deep state is all these Harvard, MIT people, everyone congregating in that and area. Yeah, weirdos that do weird things in coffins that they confess their secrets to in their secret societies. That's, yeah, that's you know yeah, what I mean. But yeah, so still that's Yeah, yeah, I said yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have a big, they have a big endowment too. And it's just, I'm trying to look at some of these comments over here. Uh, I know one thing that we can eventually get into is maybe going over, and it is 420 today, going over some of the, you know, the, the real history of why weed ended up becoming illegal, but maybe tease that for later on. Yeah. A lot uh, of people are asking what's the right move. Should they buy a house now? Should they buy a house later? Should they get into cryptocurrencies? Uh, again, we can't give financial advice. Uh, but, but I think it's, it's safe to say that our current situation is, is not good at all. And I've been telling people for years now to diversify into different assets, into different things. I always said with cryptocurrencies many times, many years ago, invest what you're willing to lose, but still have a little bit of a backup. Don't keep your money all in one central location because that is just absolutely foolish. And when we look at history and when we look at the price of gold and silver that are being manipulated right now because there's a market price for gold and silver. Gold and silver actually went down. Uh, but but when you try to get gold and silver, you can't. You, you can't. I mean, I, I, I've just partnered up with a company. They have long, long delays about getting them. And that company is GetYourSilverNow.com. And I started working with them uh, over a month ago, way before a lot of the bigger calamities ha happened. And I'm like, hey, um, this might be a good time over a month ago. This might be a good time to check out alternatives like gold and silver. Uh, and now you have to wait over a month, if not longer. I think, I think some delays are 12 weeks from even getting your gold and silver. And the price is not at the price that the market has it at. It's almost twice as much. So, uh, if silver was at 12, it was being sold per ounce at like 21, 22. Three. I even saw it at 24 uh, some places. So obviously the gold and silver market are being manipulated to say the least. But what do you have to say about kind of cryptocurrencies to buy a house, not to buy a house? What's your kind of assessment from everything that's happening now from some kind of logical, lo logic, smart point of view, not the crap that you see on CNBC? Well, I mean, I moved from uh, upstate New York to Arizona in, that's where I'm coming from right now, Arizona in 2011. I bought a house in Arizona in 2000, June of 2012, which was, I think, the exact low, like within like 30 days of the low. And uh, that house did very well. And almost two years ago, I sold that home and uh, strategically been renting. And then now the house that I'm in right now that I'm renting, the owners are like, oh, because of this crisis, we want to sell your home. So I do. So now I need to move. But I'm like, well, I told you guys I'm literally in this house because I think things are going to collapse. So I mean, you should have sold it a year ago or two years ago when I told you. But anyways, my uh, future ex-wife decides that she wants to go buy a home right now. And I said, I do not want to buy a home. So now I have a future ex-wife because she said we absolutely have to buy a home right now. And so I can't give financial advice, but I'm now single uh, because I refuse to buy a home. So if you guys can... I mean, there's other. And he's ready to, to mingle, ladies. No, he's so ready if you guys, to mingle. If you guys can read Check the out tea leaves. showed on his Facebook page. You should have a you have you should have a custom Tinder URL. You could get. I've those, never. I've know. been out of the game since 2007. Actually, I started dating her October 2007 at the, like almost the exact peak. Tim will definitely so. stimulate more than just your finances. So, give it a bailout. <laughs> so. No, obviously this this was not uh, this is not prepared, and that's the first time I even <laughs> mentioned this on. On uh, Eric, because almost nobody, even, even most of my friends don't even know that. But uh, 
yeah, Luke, Luke knows, and not everybody else knows, so does everybody else keep it a secret, I guess. But yeah, I do not think it's a great time to buy a house unless you're an idiot, and actually, and so uh, my wife's actually right now painting her new home that she got the keys for today, uh, and so that's why I'm able to be here, because I think it's a absolute idiotic time to buy a home. Expect Now, if you're going to be in a home for 10 years, or it's all location, 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 so I mean, if you're in California, or you're in New York... I would say you'd have to be crazy. However, to buy a home, but in Arizona, we uh, we do get invaded from a lot of people from not, from those you know communist hellholes like upstate New York or not. Yeah, I'm from New York, so I mean I could say that from California. A lot of people from California coming in here, and so you're seeing the Arizona market not go down nearly as much as other places, or really even kind of maintain uh, where it's at, just because of the fact that you know other people are moving, voting with their feet. I mean, if you're trapped in New York right now, uh, and luckily Luke got out just in time. I mean, who who the hell is going to want to buy a house anywhere in New York with all the draconian stuff that's going on. I lived there for 25 years. So, I mean, I can talk about what goes on in New yeah. York and how to start a business there. New, New York is not that bad when you compare to California and Michigan, but finish your point. I want to get into New York uh, and, and their well, at least you got ni- At least you got nice, I mean, I don't know about Michigan, but at least at least with uh, California, you get some nice weather and girls walking around in bikinis. Uh, so you don't necessarily get that in, in New York. Uh, yeah, but you get people going after you in nature. Uh, in uh, California, arresting you for paddleboarding by yourself. That's that's well, New York. You get New you York. know stargazing stargazing permits too. So I mean, yeah. it's, New York. The parks are still open, by the way. The parks are open. Same in Pennsylvania. The parks just open today too. So people could go on nature walks, and nature hasn't been violated. By just the, the weather's too seriously. crappy there, ninety percent of the year, so nobody wants to go outside. It's actually nice. It's actually good. Okay. It's actually good. It's not that bad. Okay. Sorry for hating on all the new. I mean, I'm, I, it is, it, I will say, I'm It's like 50, York, 60 I'm, degrees. 50, 60 degrees is like perfect for a nature hike. I just came back from a nature hike as well. So, uh, definitely recommend that. Definitely, if I could give any health advice, take care of your health, go out there, hug a tree, be a dirty, uh, tree, tree hugger. Uh, but, uh, it, it's good seeing the government not, not go full draconian in New York like they did in Michigan and California. Even, even some of the new supposed laws, like they have a new mask law. It's not really a law. It's a suggestion. Uh, if you don't wear a mask, um, are you going to get a fine? No. Are you going to go to jail? No. It's, it's a suggestion. And uh, I think it's a smart suggestion to suggest to people to wear masks. Not even with this latest sickness going on, but just in general, being respectful of people around you, especially the elderly, is something smart. People in Hong Kong started doing it. They almost completely wiped out influenza. It doesn't hurt me to wear a mask. It actually covers my identity, covers me from Big Brother and the surveillance state, which, of course, should be emphasized. And I think there should be more of an educational approach to educate people and to incentivize them to wear masks. Should government come in? Hell no. We should avoid that at all costs. But when it comes to the flu, when it comes to other influenzas, when when, when it comes to the cold, when it comes to this thing, a lot of it could be offset by just simply wearing a little mask. And I think I think if personal individuals take that responsibility, and if they would have been taking that responsibility from the very beginning, this situation would have been a lot better. Compare the charts from the countries that don't wear masks, all of the numbers like this. Compare to the countries where they do wear masks, eh, they're like this, you know? A lot better than this, okay? And and other countries that wear masks didn't have to shut down and lock down their entire economies, okay? So so something to think about here, uh, something important to really have a conversation about because it's important to call out draconian government measures, but we have to understand those draconian government measures come only because other people ask for them to come, only because of a situation that's being made worse by government. The way to prevent that, 
Take responsibility for yourself, your family, your community, and wear a freaking little paper masks. So well, I I've, I've been more, I, actually, I was supposed to be watching my kids right now, but because of, well, I wasn't supposed to initially, but now that my wife's painting her house, she said, Hey, you got to watch the kids. I go, listen, this is a historic day in the market. So how I was able to get out of it is I had to trade five masks for one of her friends to go watch her kids. So ma- literally masks are, be- are better. Yeah. You can't get masks anywhere. Yeah, you can't get. I mean, that's and gonna this, be a high value full, item. So, yeah, so this, is liquor. This, the supply chain's breaking down. Hey, stack up on and and Jimmy hats too. I don't. I don't think we could say uh, uh, the c word here, but Jimmy hats too. Also going to be a shortage. It's not just toilet paper here. Okay, look at the supply chains. Seeds oh, are running yeah. out. Chickens are running out. A lot of things to kind of keep keep in mind here uh, with what's been happening. Uh, and of course, we've been giving you a lot of advice. A lot of it. I mean, I don't think I ever been wrong on this stuff. I, I always said, hey. Let's do our best to prevent the government from intervening. I got another comment here by Andy OK says Luke still believes in viruses. Uh, is there a reason not, not to believe in sicknesses and influences and colds? I mean, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I just don't understand some of, um, you know, the, the criticisms. But uh, someone says make masks the new tinfoil hats. <laughs> and uh, why not? Uh, I, I think it's I think it's legitimate, smart, responsible actions that will help prevail and survive humanity. I think it's people not caring about others, not educating themselves, allowing others to take power, allowing government to step in that will screw over human civilization because that's what's been happening throughout human history. So education, sharing this video, sharing other videos, getting the education out there by resources, getting it all out there. Again, paper masks, not as effective cotton masks, not as effective compared to, of course, construction blue towels, which we, we made a whole video about this. Uh, I even made a whole video about this on, on two separate channels. Change the News, which is our backup channel because we're getting really hit hard here. And of course, this channel, I talked about the specific way from independent research that was done about how to make a mask that blocks out 95% of the particles without having to buy a very expensive one or a very limited one. There's still some places you could buy masks. I know some links. I, I And I think it's, again, it's better to be prepared rather than sorry. That's my official take on it. I've been hearing a lot of warnings and those warnings have helped a lot of people. And I'm going to keep saying them uh, no matter what. Yeah, I think it also depends like where you're at too. I mean, I've, I mean, if you're out in the middle of the woods or something, or you're on some remote trail, or I'm out here in Arizona, I'd, of course, you know, I don't yeah, really yeah. feel. Now, I did see a lady in Arizona wearing a mask, running on a very remote trail, and I was like, "Come on, that!" I thought that that was pretty stupid, but she's doing. She must be watching. Let people Luke be stupid. Stuff. Hey, hey, yeah, another, another thing. Let people be stupid. I don't want to ban okay. it or anything. I'm not, I'm not saying that she should. But, but also, people wear masks while while running to uh, build up their uh, lungs, to work out their lungs more. Uh, and and then there's a particular uh, exercise trend that emphasizes limiting oxygen or or having a mask over your face while you exercise uh, in order to uh, you know uh, you know build up endurance. So there's that too. So maybe she was doing that as well. You know. But but if someone but again if someone is is going out of their way to p- potentially not spread something towards me or not give me something I, I think that person's uh, pretty cool I, I that person should be uh, complimented not hated on in my opinion but again that's my that's I actually my opinion, I actually have, have one of the, I actually have one of those uh, training masks they're not a sponsor or anything but yeah so. So I have one of those elevation training masks, and uh, the first time I ever, ever ran outside with it, there was some like little like probably eight year old girl outside, and I felt like such an idiot because uh, I it probably scared the crap out of her 
run, looking like Bane running down the street when I was training for an Ironman or something. So I know Luke can't actually see me, but yeah, I do have one of those ridiculous training masks that, uh, but who knows? Uh, yeah, I thought it yeah. looked stupid. Only wore it but, but back back to the original topic, just to kind of emphasize, yes, the oil prices are down dramatically. I don't believe it's going to fully dethrone the dollar. It's going to fully dethrone a lot of other economies. And then when, the, when those other economies start getting hit, that's when we really need to start paying attention. That's why we did a whole video again on Russia, the run on the banks that are happening in Russia already and the bigger financial crisis is because again when we look at the united states it's still at this very high position but the higher you get the bigger the fall that's going to take place but first the smaller countries are going to fall the smaller countries saudi arabia iran russia venezuela and others will of course be hit with this oil market news a lot harder and a lot faster than the united states we're going to be keeping a close eye on them and then when it comes to the dollar uh you know that's also something to look into but it does seem like we're going into the end of the petrodollar and we're going into this new kind of system uh how this system will play out what will happen with this system i mean i think it's still too early to call but it's safe to say we are entering a new paradigm and it is something that humanity has never faced before oil being as low as it is it has never happened in human history i mean what's happening right now financially i mean i mean comparatively it hasn't happened in five thousand years so um unprecedented times always better to be safer than sorry in my opinion that's why i've been telling people hey get some seeds start growing a little farm make sure you have your supplies make sure you have alternatives so uh, i can't praise that enough of telling you get into gardening it's good for you in so many different ways i mean one it works out your immune system when your gut biome especially in that dirt two it's cheap it's affordable. Three, you could do it anywhere in your apartment, in, in your backyard, in your house, in your windowsill. Uh, four, you learn to be self-sustainable for your own damn monkey butt self and no one else. Five, you move away from GMOs and these other mass-produced horrible um, foods that of course don't provide you any real nutrition and 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 you know six seven eight nine ten it's freaking good it's good for you it's smart it, it's the logical thing to do hopefully you never have to seriously use it but in case you do you'll have something so i can't phrase this enough uh learn a skill learn how to manufacture something this is a time that we have a lot to ourselves let's make sure we don't waste it let's make sure we come out of this thing better stronger than ever this is why i i study what i study this is why i look into what i look into this is why i come here every single day to report the news to you like i do that's my take on it tim what about yours yeah i mean i uh I, you know obviously better to be safe than sorry i mean we were like the first time i did a change the news i was like hey was, you've got a silver company don't you and people are like oh this is just a shill he's just doing this show to shill silver and seeds and meanwhile it wasn't even like a planned plug or anything and if someone would have listened they would have behooved themselves to have gotten in on that and i also want to thank everybody for pushing up us above nine thousand. we're at nine thousand forty subscribers now on change the news so let's see if we can get up to nine maybe 9250 by the end of this broadcast uh, uh, especially really recommend the video on 
is the world's richest man's dark past catching up to him? So in that video, we went over about how Bill Gates actually stole Microsoft's technology from this guy named Gary Kittle and the whole background of that story. So highly recommend that. And uh, and also, we do go live from here. Uh, we're doing it a lot more often. So if you, we go live from there, then you're competing with one of 100 people uh, you know that might be in the chat or one of 30 people as opposed to one of uh, you know 1,500. So it does get... So I would really recommend that and also you know the podcast as well because uh, you know, I do appreciate everybody that's watching this. But yeah, in terms of what's going on in the markets and what's going on in the oil markets, this is... I, I wish this is the term events that happened in 2008 because you know Luke and I are probably right around the same age. I graduated in 2008 into this market. My first day working on the job as a financial advisor was the day Lehman Brothers went down, September 15th, 2008. So yeah, very well aware that things go down a lot faster than they go up. But you know, as I was absolutely broke at the time, what I mean, gas at that point was at, I mean, it was it was close to five dollars a gallon because I was living in uh, New York at the time. So, I mean, this financial crisis is a much different series of events, but they want to paper it over by printing all this money, by adding zeros. And, you know, isn't it funny that they run out of money for the Paycheck Protection Program and they run out of money for all the small business programs? And then they make sure, like, places like Wells Fargo were prioritizing all the people that, that had big accounts to begin with, as opposed to, you know, everyday mom and pop shops. And you're seeing multi, you know, bajillion dollar companies getting these huge loans, whereas, you know, Everybody else is out there struggling. They're not getting loans. We've already run out. You know, they never run out of money for Wall Street, never run out of money for BlackRock, never run out of money for all these high yield bonds, never run out of money for the airline industry that spent fifty billion dollars buying back their stock over four or sorry, they spent forty six billion and then they asked for a fifty billion dollar bailout. Well, what should happen is if you are an airline that spent forty six billion dollars on buybacks, uh, you bought stock at all time highs like a bunch of idiots instead of using that money for a rainy day or instead of using it for research and development or using it to do something else. You decided to use that money to buy back your own stock. Now that there's less stock outstanding, what that then does is that, that that all other things being equal raises the stock price, which then a lot of times the CEO's compensation is tied to the stock price, which is why you had all the CEOs stepping down in January who saw that who would read the tea leaves at what was going on over in China, and then they stepped down probably allegedly. So then that way they can you know probably get their stock options. But if you are a big time CEO and you just you know had to use piss away all of your resources. Like one of the companies, I think it was American Airlines, actually spent like 103% of their free cash flow on uh, buying back their own stock. And I, I believe the S&P as a, as a total spent about 51% of their free cash flow buying back their own stock. So when you're buying back your own stock, now there's less stock outstanding. So let's say you have the same amount of revenue year over year, same amount of profit. Well, now the earnings per share would go up automatically. And so what should happen now is, okay, well, you guys were idiots and sold your, and bought your stock at all-time highs. You should now be forced to sell your stock. And then when the stock you know, that would obviously then crater the stock price, but who cares? It's not, you know, America isn't about the stock price. The Federal Reserve is not about the stock price. Uh, and now we did talk earlier about how this is more about the bonds, but why should they be getting bailed out? I mean, if anything, people that, you know, had a good financial advisor, which is rare, like myself, that actually bought into put options ahead of time, what I was hoping to do is, okay, cash those put options in for multi-thousand percent gains and then be able to buy up airlines that stock was worth pennies in the dollar. Or at that point, the bondholders then become the owners. And now the Fed is now buying up the bonds, which means the Fed is now 
essentially having an end run around to own the world. And if you, you know, a quick plug into how we fund ourselves here is, you know, by clients that are coming on board, we're using that to you know hire people to do, you know, help upload videos, help do research, help do other things. And so, you know, when you guys do, you know, if you now a quick plug, you know, my website is thelibertyadvisor.com. We are still taking on clients right now, even though we've never been busier. Uh, but it helps fund the media operation because we can't fund, you know, these days through super chats or through anything else. And uh, it's it's just a ridiculous situation and I see it going into yeah. digital dollar, seeing it going into everything else. And this is why we're making videos every day because yeah, there's other things I'd like to be doing. I'd like to be going outside right now when it's like 86 degrees out and being able to you know get some vitamin D out there, but I'm not because it's so important to break down this ongoing financial collapse because we're in it and people are like, oh, why are you covering financial stuff when millions of people are unemployed and people are going hungry? It's like, you think those two ideas are mutually exclusive? They're hungry and they're unemployed because they don't understand the information that we're trying to get out there, the information that we're trying to present because every however bad you think it is, it's about a thousand times worse when you really understand, you really go down the rabbit hole yeah. and really understand this stuff, Luke. I mean, I mean, I, I, I honestly was, was kind of a novice when it comes to this whole economic financial situation, still kind of am. And even the little bit that I've been researching and learning, I'm like, are you frick? I always knew it was a scam. I always knew it, it was bull. But now I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Are they this bold are they this family friendly show here we're not going to curse here are they freaking kidding me it's it's absolutely mind-boggling to see what's really happening behind the scenes that of course not many people are paying attention to but this is highway robbery on yet on such a egregious extent that i can't even believe it we yeah, got some if you comments want to, uh, that i want to yeah i got some comments really quickly that i want to address we got uh gina ramundo who says go to luke's house and steal apples uh gina if you go on my instagram instagram luke we are change luke we are change you could see me practicing axe and knife throwing for a reason and also uh, crossbowing for a reason and archery for a reason. Just say critical thinking says buy KY and bend over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty much um, the current situation. World Alternative Media commented right after that uh, in relation to that. He says, yeah, that's what I do every day. Uh, okay, uh, world alternative media. I thought that, I thought that's why you were practicing the axe throwing was for okay, so Jojo, but he's not allowed back no. in America now, so. Is he really? Well, he's a he's a he's a Canadian that is currently in Mexico. So America is not going to let in a Canadian into the country who, does, according to him, yeah, he can't get back into the country, and all this stuff is stuck in Vegas right now. So I, I don't know. I don't know. He. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's you know completely true. There is still travel from Mexico to the United States, so people can still get there. Uh, some travel has been completely shut down, but but not all of it. There's still planes. Uh, taken off and, and, and of course, landing all throughout uh, the United States, all throughout the world. Uh, some countries have more restrictions than others, but um, I, again, don't really know about that. Do you have any comments that you want to go over or you've been seeing in the chat? I, I really freaking enjoyed Super Chats because if someone gave a dollar, I could see that they were serious. They really wanted to add to the conversation and really wanted us to address an important situation. We don't have that because they took it away and we have to rely on like wearechange.org forward slash donate to, 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 to freaking survive. Like, are, are you kidding me? Like, it's just, it's just tiresome because I'm trying to read the chat and, and the chat is moving so quickly. It's very hard to keep up and trying to get a good question in there. And, uh, Luke the is, Luke, and, uh, and Josh is saying that, uh, not for Canadians, you dope. So he's apparently saying that there's some different well, Canadians are, are locked in and they extended the ban between the United States and Canada, uh, for a few more weeks. I know that's the, the truth, 
but is that con- for every citizen? Is that for temporary residents? So uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think JoJo has that one uh, correct at all. Uh, just like most of his uh, stuff in reporting. So that's you know that's another story. Any comments you want to get into? People uh, are asking Melissa. Melissa Blair's like, why did they take away super chats? Well, they fully demonetized this channel. They not only took away super chats, they took away memberships, which are also a big part of this broadcast, and they took away monetization. So sometimes they still put on ads, but we don't get anything because of that. So thousands of dollars that I was relying on have just been essentially cut. Why? Because YouTube YouTube said that our content is quote harmful. Yeah. Um, I've been making calls, been t- telling people to take this seriously from the beginning. I've been heeding a lot of the warnings. Our reporting has been spot on and then YouTube says we're, we're harmful. Meanwhile, other channels like JoJo's and World Alternative Media, yeah, they're fine, but like we get hit. I mean, come on. That's absolutely ridiculous. Not even, I'm just messing with JoJo. Uh, JoJo, it, it's like a, it's like a brotherly ball busting kind of situation. Uh, but if you, if you meet JoJo, you would understand why he deserves, uh, the, the punishment that he gets. Uh, so before just deviating into that subject, any comments you want to get into? And I think we should be ending it here soon. Yeah, no, it is really hard just to uh, look at all the comments and then try to also like maintain a uh, stream of consciousness of what to say. So it is. So I do see everything going on with like four computer screens over here, but definitely appreciate the love. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's go back to our own to, our, to the other change of news because it will because eventually you know we will probably be doing more live shows over there. So that way you know we can uh, you know get you can get you back to the super chats and everything else. So we do see on uh, change of news are up to uh, you know let's get come on we get. Uh, was it 50 more subscribers and we'll be at uh, 9,100. So let's see if we can get that over there because you're not going to be, I mean, pretty soon they'll probably make it so that way we can't even see when, when you're live on We Are Change. I mean, they'll probably eventually take that away too. I know on World of Turn Media, they've already done some stuff where they've, you know, uh, monkeyed around with, with certain things. And even I can't even see when we're going live from my phone when I'm the one pressing the button to go live. And so, you know, they, they do all sorts of, you know, games that we have to play with. Uh, and so that's why, you know, you can help support Luke by doing the silver, uh, by getting the seeds i'm growing i am a financial advisor that has been that i grow my own food out here in arizona and i just started growing uh through high uh, actually technically it's aeroponic growing and so there's and you can do it on a very very small piece of land you could do it on a porch there's ways that you can do this uh you know effectively and then there's aquaponics too we'll have to have ernie on sometime before he moves across the country on his bus to talk, to look at his aquaponic system where you have the fish and the fish interact with the, uh, with the hydroponic system and then the excrement for the fish, you know, it's a whole like symbiotic relationship, but let's see if we have any, uh, we any got one comments. by a uh, world alternative media. He says, Luke makes at least 50 times what I make. Probably that's because I work and I hustle really hard and I negotiate good affiliate deals with good companies. Uh, and then I probably still make a little bit more than you do uh, with you being monetized because again, when I, when I see good stuff, when I see stuff that actually works and I use myself and I'm like, other people could use it too. That's why when I was buying gold and silver weeks ago, I teamed up with the company that I had a good relationship with all the way back. Uh, over five years now, and I made my own affiliate deal with them with GetYourSilverNow.com. I started buying some health supplies, some supplements. My friend was selling them, and I was like, hey, maybe I could sell them for you. This is good stuff. I enjoy it. Maybe my viewers would too, since I'm using this stuff, and I think other people could be really helped with this stuff. Well, speaking he of good, yeah. speaking of good, and now we have, uh, and now we have CleanHealthyHappy.com. Same with Storable Food. I'm like, okay, I don't if 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 Ish 
really does hit the fan. I don't want to be eating just rice and beans the whole time, even though you could get a cheap bag of rice and beans back then. It's probably going to be a lot difficult now. But uh, late January, I'm like, you could, you know, just buy a bag of rice and beans. But if you want the kind of gourmet stuff, check out some storable food. This is a company that I've been working with for years. They're pretty good. I tested out their stuff, sold their stuff before and check them out. And their website is safepreparedandready.com. So like, when it comes to this stuff, it's not easy to make a lot of revenue, but you have to start kind of like working really hard in many different avenues in many different ways in order to make ends meet. And I'm persistent. I, I, I know that this is an uphill battle. This is not an easy battle. We have a lot of information we need to give out there. We piss off a lot of powerful people. A lot of people want to censor us and to stop us. And we have the ability to help a lot of them. I will continue and persist doing that no matter what. Uh, and that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, promoting stuff that I feel uh, full trust and faith in. And that's why I started doing those affiliate deals and they helped a lot of people. Uh, sorry, Tim, I cut you off. Yeah, no, I was cutting you off. So <laughs> anyways, yeah, I, I mean, think it's, okay. Last... it's okay. It's okay. Like you cut me off. I cut you off. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So I think right now, I mean, it is 420. So I think it's, you know, a perfect time to give a quick, cause this, this is financial. The reason marijuana is illegal is a hundred percent financial. Uh, and, and just to give you that again, I have not looked up this information since about 2007. In 2007, I had a teacher who said, you know what? And I was going to a liberal arts school in New York. So shout out to Geneseo, even though I learned nothing there and it's school's this big scam. But anyways, while I was there, I had a teacher that said, you give any, any presentation you want on anything except for, and at the time I was terrified of public speaking. Uh, no one would guess that now. You could give a speech to anything you want except for marijuana. And it was a, it was a, you had to have a, some sort of prop up there. So I'm like, you know what? I can't stand this teacher. I'm going to give a speech on hemp. And so my very first slide was a big pot leaf up there. Anyways, I gave a super detailed presentation and now let's get into what that presentation was. So getting into, and no notes on any of this stuff, but what, there's a book called The Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Herrera. So if you guys are used to that strain of weed, that the actual, that's where, this is where the story comes from. So he, wrote a book called emperors wears no clothes and where the whole story comes from is basically in the in the uh funny it's about the 1930s you cotton was uh basically responsible you had a cotton gin but you did not have a hemp gin and so what they ended up doing was they said okay uh they ended up basically inventing the hemp gin or the hemp decorator. I believe it was in 1937 or 1938. And then hemp, you can grow four times more of it per acre, grows four times faster. It can basically, it would, it would destroy cotton. There'd be no more reason to basically ever use cotton again if hemp were to be allowed to thrive. You had Popular Science Magazine calling it the next billion dollar crop. Again, this is like a cover from like 1936 or something. Again, not not looked at these notes in like 13 years. So you have this Popular Science Magazine is coming out. Everything's moving towards hemp because now there's the hemp decortator or however you pronounce it, the hemp gin. Let's call it the hemp gin. So then, the, so then what happened is the head of the FBI at the time was Henry J. Anslinger. His cousin was one of the head of the DuPont family. So DuPont had almost about 75% of their resources was invested into cotton at the time. And so then what they did is, you know, he, he called up or however they did it back then, sent a telegram maybe uh, to his to his cousin and said, hey, you know, we need to, we need to ban uh, marijuana. So what they did was they basically conflated marijuana and hemp being the same thing and then said, uh, you know, little Johnny, you know, would take this is in the congressional record. So you look up like reefer madness. So little Johnny would take what, you know, one hit of weed. He would then go and murder his whole family with an ax. Like literally in the congressional record also says most violence causing drug known to man, but it's because of, 
the connection between the FBI, DuPont, hemp, cotton, marijuana, all has to do with basically cotton is the reason marijuana is illegal. So then they said that cotton and marijuana were, were basically, or sorry, cotton, sorry, weed and, and uh, hemp, they, they conflated those as being the same thing. They were also saying that, you know, white women were getting raped by black guys who would take one hit. So they had to make it racial too. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Joe Biden, you know, making up with, you know, the 94 crime bill and, you know, having Kamala Harris probably will end up being his VP, who was the one who was, you know, helping enforce this and throwing black people in jail and minorities in jail for smoking weed. But as as I digress, so then they started doing studies like Mayor LaGuardia out of New York did a study saying that marijuana is not violence causing. Uh, this is, you know, complete bunk, as, uh, you know, as uh, Luke or, or Joe Biden would say. And then all of a sudden, what they then ended up doing was saying, OK, well, you can never have another study ever done again proving positive effects of marijuana. The other thing they did is they technically didn't make it illegal. They copied what they had from the machine gun Stamp Tax Act and said, okay, marijuana isn't technically illegal, but you have to have a stamp. But in order to get the stamp, you have to have the marijuana. But if you have the marijuana, you've already committed the crime. And so we've seen them, you know, use that to do other things. I know recently, I forgot what it was, but there was something else where they're using that same, uh, basically, catch 22 to try to, you know, get people on. But it's, and I wasn't really prepared. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have any notes for any of that, so maybe it was like kind of jumbled. But anyways, it has to. It's so crazy that it's everything's a lie. And then let's say you've gone through the system. You've heard that weed's the most violence causing drug known to man. You heard that little Johnny will take a hit and kill his whole family with an ax. And that, I mean, that's what, that's what they were saying. And then you realize, oh, well, this is not as dangerous as what I was made out to believe. Maybe heroin isn't as bad. Maybe fentanyl is not that bad. Maybe cocaine's not that bad. And then you start doing things that are bad. And then because it's illegal, then you have to then go to different, find different dealers. And then those dealers can then cut whatever you're doing and lace it with other stuff. And it then gets you then addicted to other drugs that are bad. And then, then it's literally the government effing up everything and making these problems even worse for themselves. And then there's more police. De- I mean, look at the times when there's been the most police deaths in America. It's been when, you know, during prohibition and then during, you know, this other new prohibition that we have. And at one point, marijuana was actually legal in the 20s and early 30s while alcohol was illegal. And it's funny because now you're seeing in some places where, where alcohol sales were deemed non-essential while weed was being deemed essential. And so it's like, you know, it's like a whole repeat from you know over a hundred years ago and i'm you know at this point i'd probably start rambling on of of something but it's just a i really recommend if you want to see more on this emperor wears no clothes by jack herrera or if you ever you know smoke his strain that is uh where it comes from and that's the hidden story uh you know uh it's kind of like doing like a little brad Meltzer, i guess on you of uh you know the real story behind why weed's illegal Okay, Joe Biden. How dare you conflate me with Joe Biden? That's a that's a big. That's a bunch of malarkey. That's a bunch of malarkey. How dare you? (laughs) I speak old-fashioned. Okay, I believe that there's uh, more power with uh, more of a range of and plus, like not being able to curse. You know, you gotta be a little creative sometimes. So yeah, obviously, hooey and malarkey. But um, (laughs) yeah, Biden. I mean, man, that guy. Holy cow! I mean, if there there ever was a, a a puppet person that they just threw in there into the wolves uh that situation is not going to work out great but yeah when it comes to 420 in the history of uh, marijuana when you look at william randolph hearst when you look at all the propaganda surrounding those big efforts to 
the day where it still continues, where it still feeds the, the prison industrial complex. Holy cow. I mean, you have a massive confirmed conspiracy that exists and still continues because of what? Someone just trying to make sure that they could make more money on paper and get rid of hemp. We should be utilizing and using hemp. And most importantly, just like hemp has been suppressed, so has other alternative energies. And the, the lobby for that was the oil lobby. Oh. They were protecting their assets. The, now, the oil, the oil, the first Model T was made out of hemp. There's a picture of yeah. Henry Ford hitting it with an axe and bouncing off and ran off of hemp. The first Model T ran off of hemp seed oil. And so it's funny that, you know, I was like, oh, this doesn't have anything to do with oil when technically it also does. I guess we can bring it around full circle that we could, yeah. you want to go save the environment? We could run everything off of hemp. We could stop cutting down trees for paper. We could stop cutting down trees, you know, cotton for all, but you know, they want their slave labor so that way they can have their prison, you know, minority making goods for four dollars an hour uh it's the whole thing just pisses me off so much and if people knew yeah. the truth behind it i mean uh, well that's what i was gonna say i was like this is this is connected to everything that we, i was gonna make that connection before you jumped in there uh so there are a lot of alternatives out there there are solutions out there it's not as doom and gloom as people make it out to be we can get out of this better than ever but it's going to take a lot of work a lot of self-responsibility and you individually deciding to start to act and move forward in the right direction. Voting not only with your dollar, but voting with your clicks, voting with your attention and getting the wider world to get to understand that it, it, it doesn't have to be this bad. A lot of the problems could be avoided. The solutions are right in front of us. Hemp is another wonderful example. We could run cars on that. We didn't need to have a whole petro Saudi Arabian totalitarian dictatorship prompt up on this whole global system because it's all built on a farce while common sense answers and solutions are right in front of us in our noses, especially mine because it's so big and it's time we wake up and smell the coffee, wake up to that and get this important information out there. So, um, yes, uh, good points. Uh, somehow randomly with the stream of consciousness connected all of that. Uh, it makes, makes perfect sense. Was it wasn't planned, but, uh, you know, that's how I guess how it comes on 420. No, that no we don't, we don't plan here. We're getting a lot of comments from, uh, Jojo. We're all the alternative media. Just so you guys know, there's no bad blood here. We're just, you know, messing around here. We even made a special t-shirt for Jojo, for Josh Sigerson of Weather Alternative Media. Uh, I'm putting it in the chat room now. So if you guys want to see our homage to, uh, Josh, you could, you could see it on, on that link there that I just sent in twice. Uh, just so you guys, you know, see that there's no bad blood. There's healthy competition, which I think uh, we need more of and more kind of open dialogue and conversation. But yeah, that's it. Anything else you want to say before we close it off here, Tim? No, I think that's a good place to uh, to end it. I mean, I've been here all day now, so uh, you know it is 4:20. So at some point, I got to do some real work too for the day. But definitely appreciate you guys having me on. You guys can find me at thelibertyadvisor.com. Also, check out Change the News. Got that on screen right now. Uh, if we get 40 more subscribers, we'll be at at least 9,100 for the day because you know it's going to be very soon before you won't even be able to find us uh, even on We Are Change. So thank you, thank you, Luke, for having me. S Cynthia Downs, Luke can sniff a kilo in one shot with that nose. <laughs> I love your comments. I might have love a bigger nose than you too. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't uh, know about so, that. No, don't, don't you dare. Not a competition. Uh, uh, love your comments. Love your participation. Without you, I wouldn't be here. And this is why I love you guys. Thank you again so much for watching. Stay tuned for more here on We Are Change.